Welcome to Help Me Quit Porn. This is January 31st, 2009, Day 5. This is not your typical podcast. This is primarily about me and getting the porn out of my life. Not to just stop looking at porn, but to stop feeling that I need to look at porn in my heart. To change my viewpoint and my heart's perspective on what's needed in my life for real. If I can help you along the way, then so be it. But join me on this adventure of ridding myself of the porn in my life. Hello again. Uh, wanted to give you uh, an update since I haven't spoken to you in a day or so. Uh, for those of you that are actually listening, I hope this this uh, podcast uh, may speak to you or whatever reason you're listening to it, uh, or maybe help you. Uh, I just wanted to you know give you my update for today. Uh, podcasts have been seeming to get shorter and shorter, and uh, that may be good for you, may be bad. I don't really know. Uh, but just thought I'd share my thoughts again. Uh, the past couple days have been pretty, pretty good. Uh, I've already struggled with porn once, so I think that's twice this week that I've looked at porn. Uh, I don't really want to. I actually looked at it when I woke up, uh, strangely enough. Um, now, uh, for you that don't know, scientifically, uh, for men, testosterone is greatest in the morning or when you wake up. Now, my clock's a little bit different. I work overnights. Uh, but when you wake up, your testosterone level, or in the morning, uh, is greater. And therefore, you have more of a tendency uh, to want sex. Uh, it tends to be in reverse, I believe, for women. Uh, so, uh, funny little joke God's playing there. But that just shows that we need to give of ourselves more than anything else. Uh, and that it's not about us. Um as far as, you know, as far as struggling with it, I actually uh, am dealing with uh, the temptation right now. I don't know why, but that's this isn't, uh, you know, being a weekend, uh, everyone's in bed right now. It's a temptation for me. So I figured I'd share with you and, and try to avoid looking at uh, what I know I shouldn't. Um, so... I wanted to give you a few statistics uh, that are a little bit old, uh, but this kind of reiterates it to me to make me realize that I'm not the only one dealing with this uh, this crap. So, um, you know, in church, if you regularly attend church, about 70% of men have admitted that they either deal with porn now or have dealt with it before. I think that's a little bit low. Because I would say it's more like 95% or 99%. Uh, I would say as far as when they're dealing with it, I know that 99 or 100% have dealt with it at least some point, at least in the United States. Uh, I'm not really sure anywhere else. Um, as far as dealing with it on a regular basis, I would say it's, in the internet day and age, I would say it's about 80, 85. Uh, maybe that's just my perspective. 
I don't really know. Uh, the few people that I have regular contact with, um, they tell me that they have dealt with it in the past, and they take certain measures to prevent themselves from looking at it. Uh, I myself um, have done, you know, certain things to try and not look at it regularly. Uh, that includes telling my wife uh, we kind of have a deal, even though it's hard for me to do this because at other times my my heart or what I want to do says, I don't know if I'd even call it my heart. I don't really know. Uh, but what I want to do is I want to look at porn. I want to satisfy the craving or the hunger that's inside me. Uh, regardless of what's going on in my brain. And the strangest thing is, uh, those thoughts, when they're in my mind, on the reverse side of my mind, I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, but I, at the same time, I'll have a Christian song going in my head. And it's I can listen to one or the other. I usually ignore the Christian song and go with what will satisfy me immediately and then make me feel bad afterwards. So I'm dumbed down to, it's not an excuse, it's just reality, that I'm dumbed down to dealing with the situation in many different ways because I've tried them and just said, no, forget about it. You know, so. But anyway, uh, I don't really have any specific verses today. Uh, I use uversion.com. Uh, seems to be the easiest way to find verses, and I really like it. So, um, I don't really have specific ver uh, verses that I that I was thinking of today, um, other than what's been on my mind. Strangely enough, uh, isn't about me, and maybe that's part of a change. I don't really know. Um, I think it's in James about what we're supposed to do. Uh, a lot of pornography comes from what we want and what, uh, you know, what we desire, not what we know is good or what we know will please ourselves, please God, and so on. Um, let me see if I can find it for you. But what's coming to mind right now is, uh, let's see if I can find it. I think it's in James 1. Um, this is the New Living Translation again. Uh, you can use your preference, your interpretation, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, I don't give a crap about all the accuracy bullcrap as far as, you know, uh, debates. I don't think that's as important as some people make it out to be, as long as it conveys the particular message that, that God was trying to get across. So, you know, disagree with me or not, I don't really care. Anyway, um... Let's see what I'm looking at right here. Uh, okay, so here's the here's what's coming to mind. There's a couple things. This first, strangely enough, as I'm looking for it, uh, wasn't looking for this, but you know, I think it's a God thing usually when this sort of thing happens. Uh, James, I think it's one twelve. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of the life that God has promised to those who love Him. Verse thirteen. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say God is tempting me. God is never tempting me to do wrong, or tempted to do wrong, rather. And he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. It's funny that they chose to use the word birth to death, but uh, 
I don't know if that's coincidental or what, but, um, so verse 16 says, so don't be misled, my dear brother and sister, whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God, our father who created all the lights in the heavens or created the heavens and the earth. He never changed or cast a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we out of all creation became his prized possessions. So let me go back to a, a verse. I'm not going to go on for, you know, 30 minutes rambling to you, but I figured I'd, uh, I don't think I'm going to share what I was going to share before, uh, as far as what we're supposed to do. Um, we're so I can give you a quick thing is what I know I'm supposed to do is go out and help others. Pretty much a God calling for everyone. That's a Christian. Okay. Now you're a Christian. You've got your issues, but go out and help others become Christians or love, love Jesus, love God so that they may, you know, not have to endure what, what's at the end. Uh, you know, we're going to have to deal with all sorts of crap, uh, more so temptation wise that when we're Christians than when we're not. So, um, I can say this from my own personal experience, and this has actually lightened my spirit some is God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you're being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong. So what I really wanted to, th- what really sticks out to me is God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Blessing doesn't mean money. It could, but it doesn't mean money in this situation. It probably, at least for me, I think God hears our prayers. Simply put, uh, I think that in everything we do, so it's easy. Uh, I've seen it demonstrated in different different uh, diagrams, whatever. I'm not into all the statistical bullcrap and diagrams and all that. So um, I like statistics, but not, you know, whatever. Whatever works for you. I think there is a block of... You know, if there's sin in our life, plain and simple, there's sin in our life, God can't come near us. He's holy. Uh, in fact, when I feel down, if I say, Lord, you're holy, 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 it's unbelievable uh, how much just that simple phrase, holy, 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 uh, really lifts lifts me up. So, the um, point was... Without with sin, there's death. We have all heard that if you're a Christian, with sin, there's death, plain and simple. With life or with with being righteous, there's a life or blessing. Uh, God will hear your prayers if you come before, you know, if you're if Jesus cleanses you of your sins, you know, He forgives you of your sins. Now you can be heard by the Father. Maybe you know I might be wrong. I'm not. A philosophy major, you know, a theologian, whatever. Uh, but I think it's that simple. It's as simple as, okay, now I'm not pure. God can't hear me. I'm not pure. Now, I know that's not technically the case. God can do everything. But as far as a Christian is concerned, you know, we can't walk up to the Father being unholy or un uh, with sin. You know, it clouds our vision, it changes our decisions, it changes our thought process. And it's amazing what that will do to you. 
So let me just leave you this one thought is try it for, I don't know, a week. When I, when I can go a week without looking for porn, I know this sounds ridiculous to some and others, they know what I'm talking about. When you go a week without looking at porn, you know, see how much more your prayers are answered. I don't mean selfish prayers. I mean prayers that are for others or see what walks into your life and what has changed. Uh, I don't know, you know, what your situation is, but for me, I see things change much more rapidly and I have much, much more hope when I'm, I'm pure or, or clean before the Lord. And it's hard to stay that way. But when you are, uh, guarantee, and I'm not pre- preaching a blessing message, I'm pre- uh, uh, and I'm not trying to even preach, I'm just saying, for my own benefit and yours, uh, when you're clean before the Lord, things change, and, and there's much more hope. Uh, without God, there's not hope. So if we can stay clean, and that will benefit us, you know, better than anything else, uh, that's the way to go. So just take a look at James. James chapter 12 is where I was reading. James 1 chapter 12 is where I'm reading for. Uh, keep that in your mind. And I uh, hope you're doing well with your issues. If you have if you have issues with porn, uh, if you, if you, uh, you know, if, if you're dealing with the same exact thing, it'd be great to know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one, but if, uh, you know, you're even interested in talking about it, you know, drop me an email. I got two email addresses. You can do it right through, through, uh, you can do it on Podomatic or you can do it at helpmequitporn at gmail.com. I'm not, I'll respond at some point. I'll check it and, you know, and, uh, you know, if you have anything legitimate and you need to talk, maybe we can talk on this. I don't know. Anyway, I'll see you next time. See you then.